Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 209. I'm Ed Hawkins. What a whopping show we've got this week for you. We've got the 100, we've got the Caribbean Premier League, and we've got the ultimate betting guide to the Asia Cup, haven't we, Sam Collins? We do, Hawkins. It's a busy show, so let's get straight in there. Uh, player one, are you ready, Paul Krishnamati of oh, betting.betfair? I'm good. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Player two, are you ready, Richard uh, Mann? I'm ready to. Ready to go. Right, Hawkins, um, what fiendish challenges have you set us this week? We've got Original versus Brave in the 100. Then we're going to Jamaica versus the Pats in the Caribbean Premier League. Those are our featured games on Wednesday and early hours Thursday, respectively. respectively. Then we've got a team-by-team guide for your Asia Cup, which is some tournament to get your head round. I can tell you, we'll get to that. We've got 11s, possible 11s for you. We've got rankings on batting and bowling. And we've got betting nuggets. All to come. Lovely stuff. Uh, plus, best bets at the end of the show. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti has been in, in fiendish form himself. Uh, winners all over the shop. So stay tuned for that. But let's start with the 100, uh, which is almost over. Thank God. Your words, not mine. Uh, it's Originals versus The Brave on uh, Wednesday night on BBC and Sky Sports. Free to wear. Who would have thought it? 1.83. The Originals, uh, barring a humiliation, Originals will finish second. Uh, the Brave need a monstrous win to displace the Rockets in third. Uh, over are straight through to the final, of course. I do believe they were Edward Hawkins's pre-series tip. So here he is with a um, very smug lowdown. Mm-hmm. Possible 11s for you for this one. Uh, Salt, Butler, Holden, Evans, Walter. And we've got Madsen or Allenby coming in for Ashton Turner, who's left the tournament for Australia duty. Uh, we'll come back to that. Oh, Jamie Overton, Harrison Hartley, Tongue, and Zaman completing your lineup. Brave, Alan Conway, Vince Duploy, Ackerman, Garton, Mitchell Santner replacing Tim David, who's gone to Australia. Duty, Jordan, Rahen, Ahmed, Coverton, and Mills. ECB have changed the rules in light of all these players leaving. Basically, they can sign anybody they like now. Previously, they had to sign someone for the group stages and they would be allowed to play in the knockouts. Now they can just sign somebody straight into the knockout. But goodness knows where uh, teams are going to get replacements from, given the CPLs going on, given the Asia Cups going on, South Africa, Australia playing as well. Um, pitch Old Trafford for you. Bat first ground for the host. One sixty. They busted it twice, and they would have done it a third time had it not been for rain. Five year last nine. One fold five or more. Lovely stuff. Um, Richard Mann, let's come to you. Are you worried about a dead rubber? A little bit. The, the biggest thing that has concerned me is I wonder if we'll get a used pick now. Dead rubber, no real need for, for Old Trafford to put on a show. Worth bearing in mind, superchargers were rolled out on this very ground a few days ago, all out for 83. There were 12 wickets in the match to spin. And I think the trend over the last few days, actually, we've seen some of the pitches are getting slower and lower. We're getting towards the end of the summer. If we've had one, spin play more of a pattern at Old Trafford where it does tend to spin. It wouldn't surprise me if we've got a low scorer with plenty of spin dominating. Okay. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, thoughts please on a match winner? Uh, first of all, congrats to Ed for a brilliant hit with Oval. Uh, Invincibles at 8.4. Um, and Manchester were my pick and I'm very happy to be on them still. But to be honest, I ain't got a strong view of this game. It, Sort of a dead rubber. It's not completely exactly say that. 
But if I'm honest, I've never had a pre-match outright bet in the hundreds. I just don't have it. I've never had a particularly strong view. I think the way to play these games is once you've seen the pitch, once you've estimated what score is or the overhead conditions or to play the runs. And just on that, um, I think Rich makes a great point there about the used pitch because the stats, as Ed was saying, are very much for high runs at this ground. You know, six of the last seven games have been first innings with 140 plus. But then over the years, you have seen low scores at Old Trafford. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if you can get really big prices about under 110, under 100 and uh, have it off that way because I think spin will play a major part. Okay, Hawkins, what have you got on the tops for us? Uh, just one uh, batting order pick for you. Jamie Everson's top scored once already. If uh, originals decide to go with another bowler instead of Madsen or Allenby, Jamie Everson could bat at number six. And I don't think Betfair Sportsbook will pick up on that. So you could get some very, very big prices on him to top score. Okay, um, thank you, Hawkins. Uh, setting the theme for the show, uh, one sentence bet for this one, please. It might be a trade or a top bat or something entirely different. Richard Mann, go. A spin in the man of the match market. So I'll go with Rian Ahmed at 18s and Tom Hartley, who's actually taken five wickets in two matches at 100 at Ultra so far this season. Okay, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Joss Butler enhanced the 13 to 5 for the top batsman of Manchester. He's won five out of the last seven and seven out of 12 in this competition. Okay, that was easy. Uh, don't forget, Asia Cup ultimate betting guide still to come. All your cricket betting needs uh, can be found at betting.betfair. Over 18 only, please. And please do visit becampbellaware.org. Now, we're off to the Caribbean Premier League. Um, Jamaica Talawas versus St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots. Thursday, uh, midnight UK time, live on TNT Sports. Uh, Talawas are 1.82 favourites on the Betfair Exchange. Teams and pitch news, um, courtesy of our glamorous assistant, Edward Hawkins. Yeah, good to get some cricket in the CPL. Too much rain so far. Uh, total washout. Jamaica might line up like this. King, Mackenzie, Brooks, Jangu, Reefa, Allen, Imad, Green, Amir, Gordon, Urshad. They've won once um, in the game they've got on. Pat Sui, Lewis Fletcher, Raudu, De Silva, Rutherford, Bosch, that's Corbin Bosch, George Lynn, the South African Drakes, Cottrell, Thomas, Muzza, Rabani. Really interesting team, Pat's going very pace heavy and sort of bits and pieces players, uh, lack of batters. Warner Park, we've got a new venue, we've got six games coming up at this one. Uh, 10 out of 20, uh, the last 20 have busted 160 or more. And it's a 50-50 toss split over that same sequence. Okay. Um, Patriots have had two washouts. Interesting notes about the balance of that 11. Richard Mann, who wins this game? Uh, Jamaica, for me, I think we all talked them up, didn't we, last week. And of what we've seen of them, I think they look pretty good. So, yeah, I think they'll win this one. Okay. Paul Christian, have you got a view on this one? I agree. Couldn't be happy with Jamaica's start. Couldn't be happy with their batting lineup. I think they've got really big runs in them. Um, they passed 185 in the first match and they look like they were going to get 200. And looking at this sink hits attack doesn't look all that. It looks pretty weak. So I'd go with Jamaica. And more to the point, I think I'd say back them at 5.5 for the title. If they win this, they're two out of two. And I think they've got a good chance anyway. Okay, um, Paul, staying with you, the stats are giving away little on an innings runs bet by the looks of it. Uh, really depends how the market sees it because uh, the stats are quite similar here to the first round of Rose Islet. 
And in that first match where they got 187, that was a 7-1 to one chance to get 185 or more. So they're really dismissing big runs. I would say, I mean, in this particular case, this is probably a game to back both to score 170, 180, and maybe to have a crack at 200 plus. You know, it comes in 13% of the time at Warren Park, 200 in the first innings. And I would say that given it's a start of season, the fresh pitch, it's probably a better time to do it. And these two definitely are strong batting sides. Okay. Um, Hawkins, coming straight to you for some tops wisdom. Yeah, Patriots haven't got any batters. They failed to pick any, basically. So there's a challenge to work out who's going to bat three and four. I think it will be Rayudu for the former. So we saw 13 to two, the sports book for that washed out last game. So um, that was that was certainly value. Also, keep an eye on Justice Silver. He could go in at number four and see some very big numbers on him. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, that is the carry. Oh, any 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 other business, um, fellas? Rich man, Paul Krishnamurti, before I move us on? I'll flag up Raymond Reef, a uh, top Jamaica batsman. He just he was really solid last year. He kept going under the radar, going off double figures. Um, he obviously won't win every game, but he's a sort of player who'll pop up a couple of times a season and, and pay his way. Okay. Paul? Well, uh, Rich said last week um, about backing the tie. And um, I've, I've been thinking about it because I think it's a very good bet in these first uh, two grounds particularly. So the strategy I'm going to recommend is to back the tie for two units of 44 and then put in two lay, lay orders for two units at 22. So that's an even money bet. And then four units at 11. So that's a um, three to one chance. And I'm going to do that in each match and just see how we get on over the time. Okay. Thank you very much, um, Caribbean Premier League, done for this show. Um, we're moving on to the Asia Cup now, which is the real meat of this um, sandwich. This is a 50-over competition, which starts Wednesday, August the 30th, 10.30 a.m. UK time, with Pakistan playing Nepal. I've got some Betfair sports, but outright prices for you. Um, four to five, India, 23 to 10, Pakistan. Sixes, Sri Lanka. Nines, Bangladesh, 22, Afghanistan, 200 to 1, Nepal. Hawkins, another tournament for you to attempt to explain to us all. Yeah, this is a tricky one. Two groups, Group A, Group B. You've got uh, three teams in each one. Pakistan, India, Nepal in Group A. Uh, India versus Pakistan is the absolute monster game. But that's in Parakele in Sri Lanka, uh, Saturday 2nd of September. Group B, Afghanistan, Bangladesh. Sri Lanka, uh, Sri Lanka versus Bangladesh at Parakele. Then the other two matches are at Lahore, bizarrely. Pakistan not playing at Lahore. Best four teams progress to the Super Four stage. They don't carry points forward. So instead of a normal semi-final phase, the teams progressing from the two groups play each other in a round-robin phase. And their top two sides go head-to-head in the tournament final. Um, all but one of the Super Fours are played at RPS Colombo, the odd one out being Gaddafi Stadium, of course, why wouldn't it be? At the RPS in day-night matches, and these are all day-night matches, there is a 60% toss bias for the team batting first. Could that be crucial? Could it indeed? Um, Richard Mann breaking out in a cold sweat at the uh, prospect of finding winners on this one, presumably. Uh, Can you sum it up for us? No, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll find enough winners. Really significant tournament, this, because obviously we've got a 50-over World Cup coming up in India. I think we're going to touch on that later on, aren't we? But whoever wins this, and, and potentially India and Pakistan, definitely the front runners. 
could get some real momentum towards that tournament. I think it's really important for India, actually, because I, I think they're, they've got a few questions to answer with the white ball cricket. And I think if they don't win this tournament, um, a couple of those big names, Rohit, Virat, they could be under a little bit of pressure. Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, any trading tips for us on Asian ODIs before we do a team-by-team, team, please? Well, they're, they're quite different, these, these three grounds we're talking about. Palikali is definitely an, a ground about overs. 300 is not a particularly great score at Palikali. Um, and you generally Tennessee and Sri Lanka par going off 270, 280. On the other hand, the Premadasa Stadium, value at that ground is definitely back in under 225 and under 200. That's won many times over the years there. Lahore, as we've seen in the PSL, is a massive overs ground. I've really got no idea how big they could go there. I wouldn't be shocked if we see like a 375, 400, especially if, if um, I'm not sure, but are Hong Kong and Nepal involved on those grounds. Um, and just back to the Premadasa, because that's going to host the Super Fours. Um, Ed mentioned the 60% toss bias to the team batting first. I think that is because that is just a pitch that gets slower as the day goes on. And therefore, the innings runs as well, like a likely to can often dry up at that ground. It becomes hard for new batsmen to uh, come in and score in the last 15, 20 overs. Okay, thank you very much. Um, let's break this into um, Group A and Group B then, shall we? Start with Group A and um, I think four to five favourites. Uh, India, um, Hawkins, names and numbers, please. Yeah, win ranking uh, percentage in Asia in the last two years uh, gives them number one spot, 72% of the time they're winning. Batting run rate, run rate rank is first. Uh, they're third with the ball that's, ball that's last two years in Asia, those stats. India likely to line up like this, we think. Rohit, Gill, Kohli, Shreyas, uh, Rahul coming back into the side after injury to keep wickets. Hardik, Jadeja, Aksar, Bumrah, Shami. And potentially Siraj has been so key for them in this tour, in this ODI over the last two years, taking all the wickets. Um, they could play Kuldeep. Um, so it's very interesting to see how they go in terms of their lineup looking ahead to the, uh, World Cup. They do have that issue at the sort of number four and number five with Shreyas coming back. Um, Rahul coming back. Sia Kamayad have been a bit of a disaster in this format. So that is their, uh, big weakness at the moment. Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, where are you on these odds? Is four to five too short? I think it is. It, it certainly doesn't appeal. Um, I've just found India in the last couple of years to be very a bit frustrating in um, limited overs cricket because I think their problem is they've got an embarrassment of riches. They've got, you could pick four Indian sides in T20 or FTIs, and therefore there's no continuity. I mean, looking at that side on paper, that's a good side, right? And perhaps they do all come to the party, or perhaps over the next six weeks it all comes together if that is their first side. But at the moment, I'm sceptical. Um, and, I mean, they've got Axar at eight. That's encouraging. They've got a ridiculous habit in T20 cricket of going in with a tail that starts at eight. So... Um, they're just not an odds-on chance for me. Okay. Um, view from Richard Mann, please. Just a complete agreement. I just think they're way too short. The record in, in 
all big tournaments over the last few few years in white ball cricket just isn't good enough. They were beaten in this last year. I know it's a, a T20 tournament, but they were short price again and they, they came up short, didn't even make the final. It won't be for me odds on. Okay. And um, one bet, one sentence could be top bat, trade, whatever you fancy. Um, keep these short and snappy, please, fellas. Paul Krishnamurti, then Richard Mann. Just like them to win a tournament. Right. So when they play in Nepal, I'm jumping the gun here, Sambo. Sorry. When they play Nepal, Jadeja and Aksa are coming together. I think next method of dismissal, it's an old favourite of mine, LBW, but they ball really straight. If we get some slow, low pitches, I just think these associate sides, they just get stuck on the crease and they're a prime candidate for LBW. Lovely stuff. Um, next up in Group A, Pakistan 23. To 10 on the outright with Betford Sportsbook over to Hawkins. 71% win rate in Asia in the last two years. Second with batting power. Fifth with the ball. Surprisingly expensive with the ball out of this lot. Uh, they could line up like this. Fakhar, Baba, Imam, Rizwan, Aga Salman is a real player to watch. Iftikhar doing the finishing. Shadab, Usama Mir potentially uh, coming into this team. Mahadim Wazim. Afridi, Ralph, they've got Nassim Shah on the bench uh, in my team. He's thought we could take a last 12 months. They've got a lot of depth in this uh, ODI squad. Pakistan now. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Richard Mann, surprising bowling stats that I'm conscious the elephant of the room is that it's a bun fight between India and Pakistan for the title, but I don't want to speak too soon. What's your thoughts? No, I think it is. I think it's a match. These two just look, look way better than the rest, don't they? As for the bowling, I just think that is a terrific, terrific attack. It's got variety, left arm, right arm, proper pace, um, a leg spinner as well in Shadab. I, I think they tick loads of boxes, this team. I think they're going to be really hard to beat and they have to be value at those odds. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, uh, one thing we can be sure of perhaps is that these teams are getting a superb advantage for the World Cup in October. Yeah, it adds to the advantage of they already have played in the subcontinent. Um, and as I said before, it might actually mean that India finally get their act together and pick a settled side. Um, as for Pakistan, you know, look, they are a brilliant side on paper. They should be contenders. Although all I'm going to say is, I mean, I've got my fingers burnt a lot on this side in the last couple of years. They bottled it in this tournament last year, big time. Uh, only scraped home against Afghanistan and lost to Sri Lanka in the final. So um, whilst I'm not opposing them, I'll oppose India. I'm not actually that wild about 23 to 10 about them either. Okay. Um, one bet again each, please. Uh, Richard, you first. Well, I was going to put Pakistan up in the outright 23 to 10, but Paul's just uh, <laughs> giving me a good stern telling off, hasn't he? <laughs> and, uh, well, any replacement? No, or are we moving on? No, I'll stick with them. Fine. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti. Uh, I'll just say Harris Ralph is usually overpriced in the top wicket taker market because Shane F3 is too short. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, let's move on. World Cup outright coming at the end of this section. Uh, we're ruling out Nepal at 201, folks. So we are moving on swiftly to Group B. Uh, Sri Lanka, six to one, third favourites. Hawkins, you have a lowdown. Yeah, 53% win percentage in Asia last two years. Three. Ranking with the bat fourth with the ball. This is a possible 11 for you. Nisanka, Karen Aratni, Kusal, Asalanka, Dananjaya, De Silva, Shanaka, Hasaranga, Thikshana, 
Lahira Madhushankar Rajitha, yes, is a long tail. There is no Pathirana, I know. Don't email me, at me or whatever. He's only played four ODI and those paces, Lahira Madhushankar Rajitha, have been excellent last two years. Pathirana's only played four ODI. Okay. Um, yes or no, Richard Mann, um, if the question is, do they get out of the group? Yes, they do. I'm not mad crazy on them, but I, I think they'll be... Be too solid, I think, to get out. Uh, too solid for the other two, sorry, in this group. Okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, any thoughts, please? I think they're good value for the tournament, six to one, very good value. Um, they have won this tournament six times out of 15 in view of one seven. Uh, so they obviously, it means a lot to them, this tournament. And they clearly are, judging by their record, um, just a much, much better side in the subcontinent that maybe we don't give them credit for because we see them play in England or Australia or South Africa and struggling. I think they can contend. And the fact that for most of the Super 4 matches at Colombo has got to be a massive advantage. So, uh, and I don't think they'll have any problem getting out of that group either. I think they'll comfortably better Bangladesh at least. Okay. Um, one betting nugget each, please, Richard, then Paul. Yeah, I just want to flag, flag up Dan and J.D. Silver. We, we're big fans of him on this show, but he comes into it in really good form. Um, if you want to bet in the middle order, he's your man. Dan Dasan Shanak is usually the man, but he's woefully out of form at the moment, moment. So I'll be going with Dan and Jay. Okay. Paul Krishnamati. Back him to the title with 6-1. to one. Okay. Lovely. Um, moving on. Bangladesh, 9-1. to one. With Betfair Sportsbook, Hawkins, names and numbers. Please. 57% win percentage for you. They're fourth in batting power. They're pretty good with the ball. They're number two on economy rate. Last two years, they think they may well line up like this. Das, Naim, Shanto, Hidoy, Shaki Balasan, Mushfakir, Afisa Sain, MHM, Nadi Hassan, Maraz, Eberdot, Taskin, and Musta Fizir. Lovely stuff. Um, Paul Krishnamurti. Bangladesh Revolution, um, which the famed Bangladesh Revolution never really happened, did it? Um, they look a pretty average side. Is that fair? Yeah, it's generous, perhaps. I, I think they're poor. I thought generally outside of Bangladesh, where they just have an extraordinary advantage on those pitches, they've really got a terrible record. They've even got a terrible record in Pakistan. They've never beaten Pakistan in Pakistan, for example. Uh, then their record in Sri Lanka, I think, is 10% of the games they've won there. Uh, they're also, I would say, they've got they've deteriorated a bit in recent years. There's not much in that bowling for me. Um, and, you know, their best players are getting old, like Shaky Hussain and Mushfika. So, oppose, oppose at all costs. Richard Mann, do you agree? Yeah, really agree. It looks an aging side to me. They've got a couple of good young, younger players, I suppose, in Shanto and Taskin, but the rest of them, they're, they're on the way out, aren't they? And um, yeah, I'll be taking them on. Okay. Last but not least uh, is Afghanistan in Group B. 22s with Sportsbook, who say they don't get out of the group. Hawkins, do you agree? A 57% win percentage the last two years in Asia, which is bang on with Bangladesh. Uh, batting rank fifth, bowling rank, however... Uh, they are number one because they've got a spin army. Possible 11 for you. Gerbaz Zadran, who is the best ODI batter in the world for my money at the moment in terms of um, uh, RPI and winning top bats, by the way. Ramat Shah, Shahidi the skipper, Nabi, Najibullah, Omar Zai, Rashid Khan, Najim, Faruqi and Noor Ahmed. Um, the, the big question for me is should Bangladesh and 
Afghanistan not be much tighter in the betting. Afghanistan looked big at 22s in that context. Okay. I can't believe Nepal didn't get a um uh, their own their own profile, Hawkins. Nepaling <laughs> behaviour, I think. <laughs> uh, is that um price golf too big? No, I, I I agree with that. I, I, I think Afghanistan and Bangladesh should be much closer together. I probably back uh, Afghanistan when they meet. It's a really good attack, isn't it? Uh, I have doubts about uh, the Afghanistan batting, but the bowling looks really really good. Okay, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, your thoughts, please. Yeah, agree with everything the guys have said. Um, I think they're underrated. Probably winning a tournament like this is a golf too far, but I certainly think they're value against Bangladesh. And um, really, that's the winning side. I mean, another thing Ed said, it mentioned Ibrahim Zadran. Um, absolutely agree. He's going off 100 to 37 to two top bat in every market. He's more like a nine to four shot for me. Um, and of course, there's my old mate. Fazal Faruqi, who is also generally overpriced with top wicket taker because of the presence of Rashid Khan. Okay. Um, just as quick, your Asia Cup winners, please, fellas, which will lead us onto that World Cup outright. Oh, sorry. I'm, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? Um, any nuggets first before I go there? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Richard Mann. Um, I think we just all teams had one, aren't we? Paul's dead right. You, you get, you're looking and you're getting seven to zero, and you can't believe it. This is his best format as well, by the way. Paul, any Afghanistani nuggets? Um, just to double up, Backman speak Bangladesh. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, Asia Cup winners, please, fellas, which will lead us onto that World Cup outright. Um, reading the script in the right order always helps. Richard Mann. You Pakistan for me. Sri Lanka for me. Paul Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. So quick. Coming across my words. Fantastic. I love the speed, fellas. Right. Let's moving on. World Cup outright. Uh, cricket only better. Gearing up for all sorts of special plans. So uh, please don't worry about that. Hawkins will be a different shirt every day. Um, let's go to the Betfair Exchange to check these prices. Uh, India are 3.45, England are 4.4, Australia are 6, Pakistan are 8, New Zealand and South Africa are 12.5, um, Sri Lanka are 50, Bangladesh 85, Afghanistan 100 and uh, the Netherlands are 45. Well, I would love, a, love, a, love. A script error, that's the uh, Netherlands are 150. 450. 450. We're optimists. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, let's. Um, I would love a quick observation from from each of you, and then we'll bring on Hawkins. Um, you go first. Go on, Hawkins. You go first. Well, I think the the, the worst value out of a lot of that at the moment seems to be England at four point four. They've got to finish in the top four uh, to get through to the semi-finals. Um, I think India have got some issues to solve, and Pakistan are. Well, Pakistan, but um, I think those two will both get through. But it's a real ban fight for the rest of the the rest of the, the other two spots. And I just don't think really England have moved on in this format since they won the World Cup. They're in sort of desperate situation, trying to bring Ben Stokes out of retirement, which they've, which they've succeeded in doing. Um, they've just not evolved. They came into that World Cup four years ago. Of course, the absolute standout best team in the tournament in the world. Um, and they scraped over the line in that. So I think England at 4.4 is way, way too short. And um, if they've got any skinnier than that, it's a very solid lay in difficult conditions. 
Can I make an observation? Stuff bringing back Ben Stokes, bring back Owen Morgan. Um, right, Richard Mann. Yeah, just following on from what Ed said, in, in England are missing their best bowler from four years ago in Archer and probably their best young batter in Harry Brooks somehow hasn't made the squad. I mean, if he's not capable of getting more runs and a finished Jason Roy and Livingston and Moina were really struggling then, then uh, this isn't the game for me. I just cannot believe that they've left him out. I don't know where the runs are going to come from. Um, I think at the prices now, I think Pakistan are the interesting ones because I think they're a side on the uppers, but the price is about right. And maybe South Africa at 12.5. I think they've definitely got the team to to go really, really deep. But then it's the old question with South Africa. Will they do it when you really need them? Okay. Paul Krishnamati. I knew me and Rich would be on exactly the same page with this. South Africa 12.5 and Pakistan at 8. They're the two bets. I mean, um, I know what I said about Pakistan earlier. It's not, that I, it's not that I don't rate them. It's just that they've let me down a lot. And they are a frustrating side. But England are too short. And... But maybe endure the right price, but they're unbackable at that price. And I couldn't back Australia in the subcontinent at that price. So really, that leaves Pakistan and South Africa as being outstanding value. And South Africa, really, apart from their record of screwing it up every time, they're a huge price. Their bowling attack's probably the best of all teams. And then you've now got Heinrich Klassen, arguably the best batsman in the world at the moment. This is Rassi van der Dussen's best format. You know, I think they've got to go well. I would say I think Afghanistan, Bangladesh, mm. to repeat the theme from earlier, should be the other way around in this. Um, and Sri Lanka at 50, Afghanistan at 100, that, those are two prices which you could trade right there. One of those could two, could very easily squeeze into that top four and be in a semi-final and be one game from the final. I think This I think feels like a year choice. where that... Mm. Sorry, this feels like a year where that could happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're two decent, two decent outfits, and uh, as you said, Australia could struggle in those conditions. England could, New Zealand are definitely on the way, uh, and it's really not going to take much for one of those two to pick up a c- couple of wins to squeeze into it. Okay, um, lovely stuff. I think that's the end of the show. Um, almost, almost. Stay tuned for one final uh, boost there. Um, lots of insight in that show. Thanks very much, Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti. But the question is, what makes it in to the best bets? Um, Richard, Paul, you've both got five points each. Richard first, and then Paul Krishnamurti. Right. Uh, originals v Brave, then in the 100, I'm going to have a point each. Rian Ahmed and Hartley in the Man of the Match market, they're both 18 to 1. And then uh, going to the CPL, uh, Jamaica versus St. Kitts, I'm going to have a point. Raymond Reef, a top Jamaica batsman. That leaves me with two points left. I'm going to have Pakistan to win the Asia Cup at 23 to 10. I will have one point on Sri Lanka to win the Asia Cup, six to one. One point on Jamaica to win the CPL, five point five. Um, in the and in the Manchester original Southern Brave game, I have one point five points. Joss Butler, top um, Manchester batsman at thirteen to five, and one point five points. Time Al Mills at three to one, top Brave wicket taker. Okay. Thank you very much, fellas. That's that for Cricket Only Better, episode 209. The five-point challenge returns next week. So do please get in touch at Cricket Betting if you would like to join in. Um, In the meantime, have a lovely, lovely week, and we will see you next time.